Hello and welcome to my kvetch. So, today let's talk about liberty. Sorry, let's talk about liberty. Um, obviously things have been a little bit crazy, shit show, turned on its head, perm, wacky, manipulated. Everything we've been seeing over the past three years with Trump, Spygate, Obamagate, um, this entire global pedophile ring, it's all being exposed and the people that have been using children's bodies and skulls and fraud and selling out this country as the pillars of their existence to feed them to, to buoy them, to keep them in power. And they're fighting like, like caged wet cats. They're fighting like banshees to keep their power. And they will do anything, anything, anything to keep their power. I saw a video, it's not, it's not, you know, there's plenty of them. But on Twitter, there was a picture of Joe Biden. I don't think I'd seen this one before. I wouldn't remember. It's not like I try to have that memory in my head. But once again, he's taking a picture. I guess it's on the Senate floor with some people. And he's holding a child's hand and rubbing it on his crotch. And the child's like wondering. The parents are distracted. Any of the parents that ever see it, you never see them say anything. And the child is like, What's going on? She's like, why? Like, she looks at her hand. I mean, it's from a distance. And what I responded on Twitter was that a man that will do that, or a woman, a person that will do that, literally inches, if not centimeters, from the parents, and knowing that cameras are rolling, has absolutely no shame. And the sign of someone that's a diabolical... Um, someone that's diabolical, someone that's insane, is that they have no shame for anything they do. They could be a pedophile, they could be someone who exposes themselves. They just have no shame. And there are people that have no shame that are not murderers, but the people that have no shame will have no shame of blowing your head off, gassing you, murdering. I mean, the list goes on. Abusing you, enslaving you raping you. Today, in the, in the news arena, in the news feed, or maybe it was even, part of it was from yesterday, because my days have been a little bit of a blur, was that the Republican Iowa governor signed something, it uh, doesn't even matter anymore, but signed like a, maybe an executive order or a decree that racism is, a, is an epidemic. I mean, what that even means doesn't even belie my curiosity doesn't even deserve my time. In LA, Mayor Garcetti said that he's going to shut off water and electricity to people or businesses that are operating against his unlawful, unconstitutional decree. In New York City, the mayor is instituting checkpoints for people coming in through bridges and tunnels to tell them that they're mandated to quarantine and if they don't, however they're going to do that, by tracking people somehow, 
you can face up to a $10,000 fine. I've been talking about pogroms for a while now. This podcast is only so old. But if anyone thinks that pogroms are not possible when you're having che- instituting checkpoints, which the last time I heard of that in a, in, a, in a system like this where it's not protecting against basically an outside entity is Nazi Germany. Yes, Israel has checkpoints because when they're allowing in tens of thousands of workers and people visiting people in the hospital, people visiting families that are in Israel proper, they need to be vetted for who they are and they need to be checked that they don't have weapons or explosives because when Israel doesn't check, people get murdered. That's a different story. That's a, they're checking for violent uh, culprits. Here, these are American citizens that we have rights that have broken no law. And yet people are going to be stopped at checkpoints and ask questions and ask for ID and ask where you're going and what you're coming from and what you're doing and here's what you have to do. This is, there's, no, there's no coronavirus issue in New York anymore. The issue was fabricated from Cuomo's sending elderly people with coronavirus into nursing homes. We all know this narrative already. We all know the story. It's not a, I mean, <laughs> the narrative is the truth. We all know what happened. In L.A., there's no, there's no coronavirus issue. There's no coronavirus pandemic. It's probably mostly being spread from people doing drugs and homeless. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even have to look at the stats. This is not uh, an issue anymore. People can take hydroxychloroquine if they're able to take it, if they're able to get it, and they'll be fine if you catch it within the first three to five days, is what they've said. Plenty of studies. These measures that are being taken are haunting. Up until I saw the checkpoints and I saw the threat to turn off the water and electricity, which may have been made before, but I guess it was so early on I didn't even take it seriously and it was like everything was still new. Um, it's starting to make me think that that shit's going to hit the fan a lot worse. From some estimations, Antifa's being radically armed with lots and lots of weapons and lots and lots of ammo so that they can... This was the first round of riots, and the next round they're just going to start shooting people. And that could be. Um, I mean, the Jew hate being spewed across the world from social media to leaders to TV to articles to, you know, everywhere. The pictures, the photos, the this, the that... The, that explosion just happened in Beirut, and people jumped to blame Israel. Israel offers to help. They say, oh, yeah, Israel's gaslighting. Israel's offering to help because they did it. Um, people putting out that it was Israel without any, any kind of proof, with any kind of evidence, even though Israel says it wasn't us, which, okay, that's the culprit, so of course they're going to say that, right? And then even Lebanon said it wasn't Israel. Lebanon is not, does not have diplomatic relations with Israel. And even they said it's, this is not Israel. There are people that are saying, oh, a plane was involved, a missile. I saw a missile. You didn't see shit. There was no missile. There was a bright flash. Oh, it was a bunker bus, a drop from 10,000 miles out, whatever. Okay, well, I mean, that's not really usually the way that Israel operates, where they're going to have cataclysmic collateral damage, and it's something so obvious in daylight. It's just not the way Israel operates on their missions. I mean, you, you just don't see that. 
So anyway, I'm not going to get into a defense of Israel on this topic, but the point being really I wanted to talk about was, was uh, I, I got off on checkpoints, but um, COVID and Corona and the scam that's going on, and now they finally took down a tweet from President Trump and Kamala Harris's former um, spokes, uh, former campaign manager is now um, limiting, limiting uh, Trump's tweets on coronavirus because he now works for Twitter. It's like, oh, that's no accident. Of course Twitter gave him a job to, to, to be within there and to, to scout for whatever's wrong. He's getting paid a shit ton of money, I'm sure, to just sit there and stifle people that he doesn't agree with, or that Twitter doesn't agree with. It's haunting what's going on. Frankly, I think they should pull the plug on Twitter. I mean, I get most of my news from there, but I think they should just pull the plug on Twitter and Facebook for the next, you know, four months, four or five months. And, um... I don't know, let people communicate on other platforms or email. I mean, I'm half kidding, but, like, it's becoming haunting what's going on. I mean, especially the Jew hate. And I just really, I feel like they're locking us down. They want to know where we are. They can definitely figure out where we are from our phones and our IP addresses on our laptops anyway. And then they can come to our home and say, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, you must, um, um, sorry, you must, uh, Take this vaccine. Okay? I saw a uh, another thing. This is, this is the part that I even forgot about. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Let me just look it up because I don't want to... I really don't want to get it wrong. But I'm, I don't even know if I still have it up. Um, one state said that if you don't agree with their, uh, their people to come to your house for... I don't know where it went now. All right, I'll have to look it up again. There was one, one piece of paper I saw that, that said, if you don't agree to a lockdown, if the health department, health officials come to your house, you can be taken away. Basically, you can be incarcerated in the government's choice of hospital, institution, you know, tent, or prison, simply based upon the fact that you may have coronavirus and they don't want you to be out in public or you're not going to quarantine uh, I really got to figure out where that where that went. Um, it was definitely on Twitter, and I remember it was a, it was three different pages, and there was something highlighted in yellow. I don't know why I don't have that up here now, but anyway, I'll find it and I'll speak about it again. It's absolutely haunting. It's like what is going on here? This is people being taken to camps. Is that what those FEMA camps were? Federal Emergency Management Association or agency? That, like, by the way, where has FEMA been this whole time? Where has FEMA been? Why has there been no talk about FEMA this whole time? Federal Emergency Management Agency, right? Where have they been? We haven't heard anything from FEMA. We've heard from the CDC. We've heard from the FDA. The FD, we've heard from pharmaceutical boards and state agencies and governors. And, 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 you know, we've heard a little from the people in Congress. And we've heard people mask up. Where is FEMA? Where, where are these people? I mean, I'm sure that they're part of the task force, but what is going on here? I mean, everyone keeps yelling about testing, testing, testing. Who cares? Like, there's no issue. Schools want to be closed. They want the kids home. So that when they come to your house and say, take the vaccine, they're going to be able to just give the kids. And if you don't agree to the kids, they'll have social workers there. They'll have child, you know, family services. And they'll say, you, your kid's going to get inoculated either with you here or we're going to take your kids and we're going to inoculate them ourselves. You are abusing your kids by not giving them this vaccine because they could get sick and die. Like, that's, I think, where they want to take this. 
and it's absolutely haunting. I will not take a vaccine. Um, I have a certain I have certain propensities for that vaccine to do extreme damage to me. First of all, it can do damage to anyone. We don't know anything about these vaccines, and I'm supposed to trust Fauci and Bill Gates. Bill Gates isn't a doctor. There's something like I think 350 to 400,000 Indians that were inoculated with vaccines from the Gates Foundation that are like in some way, shape, or form paralyzed. I think everything from losing sight to losing use of their limbs, like that falls under the radar because India has billion a billion people, right? So what's 300,000 people, you may never even see those people. You could live in India your entire life and never meet one of those people because it's only 300,000 people. That's haunting. That's crazy. That's far more people than even died from coronavirus in the entire United States. So I'm not putting your vaccine in my body. I don't know what's in that thing. As it is, I put certain medications in my body that are maybe not, I don't fully know what exactly they do. I'm not about to put a vaccine that for something that's just not that serious. It's serious if you get it and if you don't take get it taken care of quickly. Um... I think in Australia, they just put a lockdown on the entire, entire, all of Melbourne because six people in 24 hours passed away from Corona. Those six people, two of them were set in their 70s, two were in their 80s, two were in their 90s. And yet they're, they, they have a curfew from eight to five. You can't go to a store with a, with a person in your family. You have to wear masks. You can't be out. You can't go more than five kilometers from your house. If you're driving, you have to have a reason of where you're going. I mean, this is absolutely absurd. What is going on? This is a few thousand people in the world basically mandating for the rest of the population an enslavement. What, like, where did this come from? Because Trump is drilling down into the swamp and basically trying to create a, 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 you know, a drain hole for them all to go away? God, it's like, what would our world be right now if if he hadn't won? We'd just be going about our business and they'd be planning the same thing. Does anyone really think that if Trump's not elected that this all goes away? No. They're going to ramp it up even more. It's, it's becoming really um, beyond where I thought any of this would go. I mean, we knew that there was TDS. We knew that there were people that hated Trump. I mean, the Republicans are the worst. I don't even want to vote for them. I just want to vote Trump and, like, his family into, like, every office. I mean, Lindsey Graham, even Ted Cruz, all these people, when when Gowdy was in, and then you got, what's his name? Um, I always blank out his name. Jim Jordan, wrestler. These guys are all zeros. They're all part of the swamp. They're all, they're nothing. They're just being paid off. They, they're, they'll say a lot. They'll talk a lot. And you, when it comes down to it, they're doing nothing. They're do-nothing Republicans. you got all the Democrats who do nothing. Only there's one of them that does anything. And then you got so many of the Republicans that there's dirt on them. Either they slept with kids, or they've committed fraud, or they've stolen money, or they've been part of something that someone's got some dirt on them and they're not exposing it. Or they just want to keep their money and their power going. It's absolutely... It's diabolical. I, I, it's... it's it's beyond anything I could have imagined that America would be going through. And then you have the teachers and the teachers unions and keeping kids home from school and not wanting to work. And it's like, in what world? What is, it's what, this is what they want. They want socialism. They want communism and fascism. Well, I mean, 
The only thing I can say is that I don't think they're going to win in the end. I think that they may amass a body count if they really choose to implode and, and create a civil war. Um, I think that they'll, they'll, they'll exact a body count from the patriots, from the conservatives, and from the, you know, the people that they want to attack. I don't think they're going to win in the end. My fear is that what's going to happen is, and I've said this before, I think, on this podcast, if Trump wins, they're going to say it's illegitimate, and they're going to try and overthrow him with a military coup, because they have people in every strata of society, they have people in the military that are willing to act. You think Vindman was the only one? You think that these CIA people or FBI people are the only ones? They've been calling people for years. They've been calling people before Trump was ever in. They knew that Obama was eventually going to leave office. So they had their people ready and set to go for Hillary to make that transition. And then they had their people ready to do whatever needed to be done to, to inflict their, their damage, inflict their power on us, to take over, you know, to tax us, to the Green New Deal, all these things. So they have all their people set and ready to go. And I feel that what's going to happen is Trump wins. Trump Trump wins. They're going to say it's illegitimate. He did it by fraud. He shut down mail-in voting. He did, did this. He did that. He did that. They're going to, they'll have some operative go and burn some ballots. And he'll be wearing a MAGA hat. But it'll be some, you know, some, who knows, some Antifa, some CIA. Who the heck knows who it is. They're going to have videos of things or audios of things. They're just going to create the narrative. Create the wag the dog. If Trump loses, it's going to be illegitimate because no one's voting for Biden. I don't care who his VP is. I don't care if it's Kamala, Blowjob Harris. I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. And then they're going to have Susan Rice as the VP. She's never had an elected position in her life. But they're going to put her in, who's one of the main central people in this whole Obamagate, you know, Spygate scandal. So then she can't face any kind of uh, justice. And then she's in charge of everything. I mean, what, what lunacy would that be? And so um, I think that if Trump says this was illegitimate and I'm not leaving office and we have to have a recount or we have to look into this so we have to, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever rights he may have. I don't, I don't know all the laws, executive orders, this, that, Congress. I, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But I think that then, you know, Army or whoever, you know, people in the military, he may have people on his side that shore up the White House but at some point, if the military decides to launch a cruise missile at the White House because they won't come out, or they decide to storm the White House, it's going to be a really pretty crazy thing. And I really think that's where we're headed. I think we're headed to a point where they're going to try to do everything they can to delegitimize this election because they know they can't win. And they know that if he's in for another four years... Their, their grasp on their power is over, and many of them are going to go to jail, or they're going to at least face indictment. So, and I guess the answer is, you know, buy more ammo so, you, so I can fight, and, you know, it may be the end. I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't have an army with me. So, it's, it's, there is some foreboding. I probably should stop watching so much of the news, but when you piece all these things together, especially seeing what's going on in L.A. and New York, it is haunting. Oh, the state where that uh, edict came from was Pennsylvania. That if they come to your home and they tell you that, you know, you have to do this, 
they will take you against your will to an institution or a place where you will have to stay for 14 days, right? And then when, when you want to leave and they say you have to stay another week, right? Just like the lockdown, just like the, just like the, the quarantine, 15 days to flatten the curve. And they say, sorry, you have to stay another 14 days because now we've learned that um, COVID is in people's bodies longer. And then you stay there for the month because you can't go anywhere because it's barbed wire and there's dogs, men with guns. What are you going to do? And so you stay longer. And then it turns into, we need you to start planting some crops because we can't continue to feed you, you know? And then who, who the hell knows? Like it'll be some camp in the middle of nowhere. It could be a hospital in the middle of a city. It, it's just like, what, what kind of, what kind of thing is that for an elected official to put out? It's, these people are literally going against the constitution. They should all be, I mean, and I don't say this lightly, they should be strung up. They should be strung up for what they are doing to Americans in America. They don't have the right to do this. We are a people governed by the people and for the people. We have a right to liberty and justice and a, and a life of happiness. What they're creating in this country is absolute insanity. The number of people unemployed, people going hungry, people being abused, people not in school, people not learning, people being emotionally, mentally, behaviorally affected, people being... I mean, the stress levels are through the roof. They want this to be this way. They want an outpouring of violence. It's sick, it's diluted, and it's like, for what? You know, to ruin the world at its peak. To ruin the U.S. growing and building and thriving, and people employed, and people doing well, and people striving for, for, for things, for good things. And, 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 and they want to put a whole kibosh on it. And they want to ruin it, pull the plug, and have people die all because they're not the ones that have created this, you know, uh, this goodness. It's really, uh, really sad, really diabolical, and really foreboding. I wish everyone well. Sorry that this session is so down. I don't really have any solutions except be armed, carry all the time, buy more ammo, which I may be about to do right now. And I hope that we see our way out of this with as little violence as possible or no violence. But it's becoming very, uh, it's becoming quite a, quite a, um, quite hard to see that. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back soon on Mike Vetch. Have a great day and a great evening.